we're obviously on this 40-day series, A Made-Up Mind. I hope you've been blessed and encouraged with this series. And I hope that, uh, you know, you are being strengthened. Our focus is to bring in transformation. Whatever you are pressing in for, whatever you need, this 40 days is a time where we can set ourselves aside before Yahovah and say, you know, I want to... I want to remain in you. I want your words to remain in me. And I want to see the manifestation of his kingdom over every area of my life. So what areas is the enemy attacking? What areas do you feel resistance? These are the areas that we want to break down those strongholds to be broken in Yeshua's name so that we can walk into the new Hallelujah. Praise the name of Yeshua. So just going to do a few shout outs. If you're tuning in, just write in the message where you're watching from and and just say hello. So we know you are there. I see we've got Russell there in Liverpool. Welcome. We've got Cassandra. Welcome. Hope you're doing good today. Uh, We've got Lola in Florida. Thanks for joining with us. Hallelujah. And uh, we're just going to get uh, organized to press through. With this word tonight, <clears throat> uh, you know, it was it was quite interesting as I've been praying here just now, just asking the Father for which direction the Father wants me to go in. And I just uh, sensed the importance of traveling paths you haven't traveled before. You know, you might have been walking and living in this uh, journey of faith with Yehovah, but here, here's the reality. The more we are growing in him, the more we walk into new places. And the Father wants to build our confidence with the new. He wants you to fix your eyes, your gaze upon him so that you can see his kingdom come and his will done. So hallelujah. So that's what we're going to be uh, sharing on from Joshua chapter 3 tonight. And we'll, we'll have a little bounce around a few places as well. Um, but welcome New Day in North Carolina. Thanks for joining with us as well. So let's just take a moment to pray and uh, we'll just press in. Uh, before we uh, share the scriptures tonight. Father, we just proclaim that you are the same yesterday, today, and forever. I thank you, Father, that you are a solid rock on which we can stand, that all other ground is sinking sand. And Father, we need to be upon the rock of Yeshua. And we proclaim the promises of Yehovah. What are his promises? They are yes and amen. So as long as we are lining up with the word, Father, we know that we can be confident in our walk, that we can be confident in the direction that you have called us to go. So we yield to you right now. We press in right now. We ask, Father, that your word will be a lamp unto our feet. And one of the things that I'm sensing in the spirit of the Father is saying he breaks the spirit of depression and anxiety, two areas that the Father is saying must go in Yeshua's name. We are not called to be depressed. What does it mean to be depressed? If we are suffering in the area of the depression, it means we've lost our sight. We've lost our gaze. And I just speak a supernatural restoration that that depression is going to go now. It's never going to return in Yeshua's name because we are training our lives to be fixed upon Yehovah. So we are fixed upon you, Yehovah. We worship you, Yehovah. We know that in you, (laughs) in you is the fullness of joy 
and we receive your joy. We receive your authority. So we are not going to be anxious. Father, we're not going to look at what's before us in the natural and allow it to uh, unrest, give us unrest in the spirit. No, we set our spirit in control in Yeshua's name. We are, a, we have a mind made up. We are a mind made up. We have a mind made up that we are going to be fixed on the offer and finisher of our faith. So, Father, we worship you. We ask you to have your way with us tonight in Yeshua's name. Hallelujah. Praise the name of Yeshua. Just look at who else is joining us. We've got Esther in Australia. Welcome. Thanks for joining with us. We've got Joe. Good to see you. Shalom, shalom. In South Carolina, we've got Karen Harrington in North Carolina. Welcome, Karen. We've got Jerry up in Massachusetts and Boston. Welcome. Thanks for joining with us. Hallelujah. So, like I said, we're going to press in. Uh, here on Know Which Way to Go. And we're reading from Joshua chapter 3. We're just going to get into the scriptures tonight and uh, just allow the Holy Spirit to move within our lives. Of course, the the scripture we shared just uh, a week or so ago was from Joshua chapter 1 about going through the camp. Maybe it wasn't a few weeks ago. I can't remember when we we said it. You know, this is the joy of meeting every day and, and being in the scriptures every day. We're just washing in the word. Hallelujah. Just receiving his word. But what was it? Uh, Joshua said uh, to the people in Joshua 1, go through the camp and tell the people, get your supplies ready. Three days from now, you're going to cross the Jordan here and go in and take possession of the land. Yehovah, your Elohim, is giving you um, for your own. Hallelujah. The Father has given us land, and that's in Joshua chapter 1 and verse 11, 10 and 11. So we stand upon the promise and we recognize that the Father is saying, Go, we're not called to be stagnant. We're not called to stay in the place of the wilderness. He wants to bring us through. Hallelujah. So we stand upon the rock of Yehovah. We proclaim his promises. And we recognize that the journey we have been on has brought us to this place. And, you know, if if you're in the place where you are today... Because of following and walking in the obedience of Yahovah, you don't have to listen to the assignments of the enemy. Oh, so how do you think you got here? Look at, you know, where's your God in the midst of the things that you are facing right now in this ever-changing world? Where's your God? Is he present with you? Is he here with you? Do you really think through all the things you've been through, being stuck in the wilderness for 40 years because of what? The sins of the previous generation? And here's another generation rising up, being called to go in and take possession of the land. (laughs) And they've seen the miracles, they've seen all the blessings, but what does God say in Deuteronomy? You were still a stiff-necked people. You are still stiff-necked, but I'm going to bring you into the land because of what? Because of my name's sake. Hallelujah. It is all about his name's sake. And can you imagine Joshua and Caleb, the excitement of being in this position to go in and take possession of the land. Hallelujah. So we just want to proclaim the promises of Yehovah that we are not going to get stuck in the past 
but we are going to press forward for the future. So when you look around at what's going on, we see in this pool of believers in the nations, we see many people who do not want to advance in faith. They just want to attend uh, uh, a message, uh, a small group, a church, or or whatever type of fellowship, and just receive the word and just feel the comfort and a little hug from the Holy Spirit and just go back to their week and put Yeshua in their backpack. But we are a people who are hungering to move forward. I don't know about you, but I've made up my mind. I have a mind made up, hallelujah, and my desire is to press forward because we are called to take dominion. We are called to take possession of the land, and where we put our feet, that's the land that the Father says he will give us. He doesn't want just the land of Israel, but he wants to dominate the entire world, hallelujah. So every piece of land that we own is a declaration against Hasatan that this piece of land does not belong to you. When we have lease on a land, we are saying to this piece of land, this land is under the authority of Yeshua the Messiah. Hallelujah. It's under the rule of Yeshua. It has, uh, it is, uh, it's a no-go area for the principalities of Hasatan. We say we push you back in Yeshua's name. We stand upon the promise. It might not be land. It might be our apartment. It might be the room that we rent. But every place that we have, that we pay for, that we secure in our names, it is, uh, it is under the authority of Yehovah. So we proclaim that our environment is a clean environment. And we ask the Father to uh, extend our territory. Hallelujah. That we will take possession of the land. Why? What's so important about us taking possession? It's not so that we can just be all these great landowners. No, what are we doing? We are pushing back the evil. The sins of the Amalekites, the Canaanites, and all the otherites had to reach a certain level before they could go in and take possession of the land. So the sins of Canaan was so strong that they had to be dealt with. They had to be cleansed from the land. Why? So the glory of Yehovah can rest upon the land. So we pray over the land of Israel right here. We pray over this area because we recognize the significance of this land. We are biblical Zionists. We want to see the order in accordance with Scripture, not in accordance with modern-day Zionism. Hallelujah. So we proclaim that this land will be blessed by Yehovah. This land will see fruitfulness at the hands of the saints, at the hands of the sons of Elohim. Hallelujah. That we will take possession of the land. All right. So I'm trying to get into chapter 3 here. You know, excited about this. Verse 1 of chapter 3. Early in the morning, Joshua and the Israelites set out from Shittim, and went to the Jordan where they camped before crossing over. After three days, the officers went through the camp, giving orders to the people, When you see the Ark of the Covenant of Yehovah your Elohim, and the priests, who are the Levites, carrying it, you are to move out from your positions and follow it. When you see, so you've got to look for the signs 
for how we are called to move. Hallelujah. Then you will know which way to go since you have never been this way before. And as I was reading this today, what was sticking with me is here you have a people that are going to move into a place, into a direction they have never gone before. And can you imagine with all of the baggage of 40 years, with everything that they've been through to be brought up with a generation that has to pass away because they're under a curse, for that next generation to be brought up under the uh, the parenting of this stiff-necked people. And here they are having to get their confidence up. And of course, what's, what's Joshua been doing? He's been stirring them up in Yehovah. Moses has been stirring them up all through the process of the 40 years. Now Joshua is stirring them up. And he's saying, come on, be strong and courageous. We are going to keep the word before us. And that's the foundation right there in chapter 1. This is the foundation. Before we walk into the new, what do we have to understand? Verse 6 of Joshua chapter 1. Be strong and courageous because you will lead these people to inherit the land I swore to their forefathers to give them. Be strong and very courageous. Be careful to obey all of my instructions my servant Moshe gave you. Do not turn from it to the right or to the left, that you may be successful wherever you go. You cannot dilute your faith. You cannot, you can't have 20 channels for your breakthrough. You know, you don't need uh, plan A, B and C and D. You just need plan A. So what is plan A? It is to set your face in obedience and to follow Yahovah and to follow his instructions, that his Torah goes before us. Do not let the book of the law depart from your mouths. Hallelujah. Meditate on it day and night so that you may be careful to do everything written in it. Then you will be prosperous and successful. Have I not commanded you? Be strong and courageous. Do not be terrified. Do not be discouraged. That's that spirit of depression. I say, come off in Yeshua's name. For Yehovah your Elohim will be with you wherever you go. Yehovah your Elohim will be with you wherever you go. Come on. We've got to stand and know that the very reason we are in the place we are today is because this is part of our destiny. This is part of our destiny. This is part of our history. It's part of our story. We, we want to proclaim his story. Hallelujah. But this is part of our story where we stand today. So you might be in the place you are today because of bad choices and difficult uh, things that you have gone through. You know you've failed. But if you have teshuvah, if you've turned around and said, Father, I want to put my heart right. Maybe my focus hasn't been right. Have I missed you? Am I in this place? Am I in a place of desperation because I have not been aligned by your spirit? Then I give you permission, Father. Align me by your spirit right now. Help me to understand, for I want to have the confidence. I want to have the ability. I want to be courageous. Hallelujah. <clears throat> I, I break the spirit of terror. You know, when, when fear gives birth to a child, the birth child of fear is terror. 
So we need to say to fear and to terror, go in Yeshua's name. When you see terrorists acting, what are they seeking to do? They're seeking to plant bombs and, and kill innocent people and car bombs and all bus bombs and all different types of stuff. What is the purpose of terrorism? It's to terrify you so that you will uh, take on their ideologies. You'll take on their belief systems. You'll give up your belief systems. You'll stop pursuit in the way that they uh, think is uh, wrong. So that, you know, the, the whole purpose of terrorism is to get you to comply with their system. But we are not going to be terrified. We are not going to be afraid. We are not going to be discouraged in Yeshua's name. Hallelujah, because we know that Elohim will be with us wherever we go. So here we are. We're at this place right now. Hallelujah. Recognize where you are. Take short account of your life. Identify the reasons for your position. And when you're truthful to yourself over where you stand, you can start to see the path that's going to open up that the Father has for you. Why? When you see the Ark of the Covenant of Yahovah, your Elohim, and the priests and the Levites carrying it out, you're to move from your position. We've got to follow the Ark. Pillar of cloud by day, fire by night, to be led by the Spirit. We have the Ruach HaKodesh's Holy Spirit living in us, and we are called to follow the leading of the Spirit. And guess what? We have the Torah written upon our hearts. So what is the Father saying in your heart? Which way should you go? We're listening for that still small voice when you stand at the crossroads. Which way should I go? Where do I go? Father, what are you saying? We want to hear from you right now. Father, more than anything, I want to speak supernatural deliverance that you will take us out and take us forward because we want to be on the journey of faith. We don't want to be stagnant in our faith. We don't want to sit and just get fat uh, on, on the Word and, and just, you know, and just bask in this place. No, you have called us to move. You have called us to go forward. We need to have our orders, Father, and our orders are to follow the Ark of the Covenant. Hallelujah. Then you'll know which way to go, since you have never been this way before. Hallelujah. You have never been this way before. It's okay to step out into the new. How many times has our family stepped out into the new where the Father says, I want you to move to this location. I want you to move to this country. Wow, let me tell you something. Do you know what I... <laughs> this is reality. This is the truth. Every time the Father prepares us for a huge move, He reduces us all the way down and gets rid of all of the baggage. And I really sense that right now of what's happening here in Israel. I sense there's a shifting in the spirit where the Father is reducing us down because he is preparing us for a great move. He's preparing us for the next step. He's preparing us for the next door. And guess what? We have not been this way before. We have not been this way before. And that's okay as long as our eyes are fixed upon the instructions of Yehovah. Do we know what it's like to be led by the Spirit? Are we uh, engaged with the, the leading of the Spirit in every aspect of our life? Do we involve the Ruach HaKodesh in every aspect of our life? Do When you go for a walk, is <laughs> are you engaged with the Spirit on that walk? 
Are we looking for those opportunities by the Spirit? Are we listening to the leading of the Spirit in which way we should go? Are we walking in the ways of Yehovah? Hallelujah. So, we're going to know which way to go since we have never been this way before. This is verse 4. But keep a distance of about a thousand yards between you and the ark. Do not go near it. Ah, this is what COVID's doing for us. It's helping us to keep our distance in preparation so that we can be at a place where everybody can see. Two million people are about to cross and a thousand feet has to be the distance between the people and the Ark of the Covenant. Hallelujah. Do not go near it. Joshua told the people, well, what does it mean don't go near it? Don't crowd over these things, but reverence the word, reverence the importance of what the Holy Spirit is doing within our lives. Hallelujah. And we've got to, we've got to get to the place that we recognize that Jehovah has brought us to this place. And listen, you know, you've got to see what we're about to walk in here. It really is quite incredible. Joshua told the priest, verse 5, Consecrate yourselves for tomorrow... Yehovah will do amazing things amongst you. And that's the scripture that I put down on uh, our description for tonight. I love the words of what is said. Consecrate yourself for tomorrow. Yehovah will do amazing things amongst you. See, we don't even know what's going to come, what's going to happen. Hallelujah. All we know is that we have to consecrate ourselves. So we have got to get in that place where we are prepared before the Father. We lay our lives down. Father, if there's something in my life that needs to be dealt with, help me to deal with it tonight. Because I don't want to walk in tomorrow in the wrong heart, in the wrong place. But I want to be cleansed by the blood of Yeshua. Hallelujah. Receive the cleansing of the blood of Yeshua today. Consecrate yourselves for tomorrow Yehovah will do amazing things amongst you. Don't you love the expectation of being in the place where you're about to walk into the new don't you love it? Don't you love it? <laughs> maybe you maybe you get scared of it. Maybe it's challenging. Well, that's why we're reading from Joshua, you know, in chapter 1 as the change is taking place. Moses is dead. Now Joshua's being raised up. You've got new leadership in place. This is new. We don't know what we're going to walk into. We don't know what's going to happen. And I love the miracles that come up. I love the miracles that happen because it's a confirmation of the leading and the hand of Yehovah over Joshua. Hallelujah. So consecrate yourselves before Yehovah because he is about to do amazing things tomorrow. Hallelujah. Joshua said to the priests, take up the Ark of the Covenant and pass on ahead of the people. So they took up, so they took it up and went ahead of them. Then Yahovah said to Joshua, Today I will begin to exalt you in the eyes of all Israel, so that they may know that I am with you as I was with Moshe, with Moses. Tell the priests to carry the Ark of the Covenant. When you reach the edge of the Jordan water, go stand in the river." Go stand in the river. We've got to get our feet wet. Hallelujah. 
So we're recognizing where we have come from. We're recognizing that God is reducing all of the baggage. He's he's fine-tuning us right down in preparation from the move forward. The Father is saying, I want to take you on a new journey. I want you to walk into the new, the place you've never traveled before. You know, and you can be full of joy about the new place, the vision God has given you, the steps you are taking as you are seeking to uh, bring the kingdom in your community, wherever the Father has called you to bring the kingdom. It's so exciting, but you watch out. There's going to be people coming around you, pushing down those words, telling you, what, did God really speak to you? What, you really think this is the vision of Yehovah? Maybe you're crazy. You know, who are you listening to? Listen, if, you are, if you're getting instructions from the Holy Spirit, you follow his lead. You keep the word. You keep his words before you. Hallelujah. His testimony, his covenant before you. He is faithful. He will never leave you or forsake you. And if he has called you to do something, he is going to make a way. I shared the other day about the testimony of receiving a, a audible word from Yehovah to get up and go to the south of Spain to meet my wife. And, you know, when I met Haley... All of a sudden, all hell let loose against our union coming together. Man, you could tell that, that this was the plan of Yahovah because Hasatan was as mad as hell. He was trying to send all sorts of challenges, all sorts of assignments. There's fiery darts coming. I stood with the shield of faith. Haley stood with the shield of faith. Boom, 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 boom. It was attack after attack after attack. And you just felt everything's being reduced. You felt, how can I move forward? It's like this wall. But in the spirit, with the expectation of the word of Yahovah, it doesn't matter what is coming against me as long as I know how to stand. I stand upon his promises. I stand upon his word. And by standing, you will see the victory. You don't have to manipulate. You don't have to control. You just need to be steadfast in his presence. So where are you today concerning the vision of Yehovah, concerning your calling? You know, what is one of the most important uh, uh, things uh, that you need to understand. The most important thing that you need to understand is who you are in Messiah. You've got to know who you are in Him. And then you have to know the reason that He has called you. Why has Yehovah called you? It's not just for you to sit at a bus stop waiting. No, there is a purpose, a divine purpose of Yehovah concerning your life. And you might not see the big picture. We don't always see the big picture, but what is the steps that are before us? We can rejoice in the steps that we take before him. And we can inquire of Yehovah and ask the Father, show me what is to come. And I continually do this. You know, it's something the Holy Spirit spoke to me at 19 years old. Press in. The Holy Spirit is your counselor, your teacher. He will remind you of everything I have said to you. And he will show you what is to come that we see in uh, John chapter 14, 15 and 16. So the Holy Spirit is key to show us what is to come. That's what increases your authority. What's increasing the authority of Joshua? He is receiving instructions. And here you've got um, Yahweh speaking to him. And, you know, 
what's going to happen? Verse 7, And Yehovah said to Joshua, Today I will begin to exalt you in the eyes of all Israel, so they may know that I am with you as I was with Moses. This is so important. Why? Because he is called to lead. He's called to lead the people into the promises of Yehovah to take possession of the land. Tell the priests who carry the Ark of the Covenant, when you reach the edge of the water, go and stand in the river. Joshua said to the Israelites, Come here and listen to the words of Yehovah your Elohim. This is how you will know that the living God is among you and that he will certainly drive out before you the Canaanites, the Hittites, the Havites, the Persians, the Gergesites, the Amorites, the Jebusites, the Cellulites, all of those ites. They're all going in Yeshua's name. Hallelujah. So this is how you will know that the living Elohim is among you. Hallelujah. Come and listen to the word of Yehovah your Elohim. Come and listen to the words of God. You want to know that you can have victory in crossing over? Do you want to know that you can have victory in going down a road you've never gone down before? Ha! It's when we take time, like we're doing right now, to sit and listen. We're sitting and we're listening to your instructions. Thank you, Father. Oh, we worship you. Don't focus on the size of the enemy, the land of these powerful uh, people under the influence of Hasatan who have sold their souls to the systems of this world. Rebellion and sin. Hallelujah. Verse 11. See the Ark of the Covenant of Yehovah of, uh, of all the earth will go into the Jordan ahead of you. Now then, choose 12 men uh, from your tribes of Israel, one from each tribe. So what's the Father getting ready to do? He is getting ready to align us. He's getting ready to set us up. Listen, you know, understand where you've come from. Understand where you are today. And get ready for Yehovah. What's he going to do? He's going to, by the power of miraculous signs and wonders and miracles, he is going to carry you through. When we were moving to America, before we moved to America, uh, Haley and I were in Charlotte, North Carolina. Our ministry had been based there for a few years. Uh, our mailing address had been there uh, since we were in Washington, D.C., and now Charlotte, North Carolina in 2002-2003. But in 2004, the father was saying, I'm calling you to move to America. And we're driving around the country, uh, ministering. And we're in Charlotte. It was uh, the, the day we were going to uh, go to the airport to leave, to come back to the UK. We had met uh, with lawyers to get our visa process started. And we're just praying, driving in the car, praying. And the father gave me a word. And I said to Haley, I said, the father told me to tell you that as we come into America, we will come in with the ambassador's seal. And you will witness the ambassador seal of Yehovah as we come into America. And uh, we got to the airport. We got on the plane. Haley, Hannah, myself, 
We flew back to the UK in preparation for moving to the States. And when we were coming to move to the States, um, you know, we didn't know where we were going to stay. We, we saw this whole reduction, like I was just talking about, how you get reduced all the way down. Why, you know, and it's, it's not, you know, because uh, God doesn't love you, doesn't care for you, you know. He just reduced us all the way down. We walked into America with $1,000 and no income. Just nothing other than just walking in to minister to whatever the Father has before us. And we were going to stay with a friend, uh, Lake Norman, up uh, north of uh, Charlotte. And uh, he had a, a large house on the lake. And, you know, he said, you know, come and stay in our basement. Stay as long as you like till you get established in America. We just want to bless you. We're like, oh, hallelujah. Praise the name of Yeshua. And we're all packed up, you know, 26 suitcases. We're all organized. The flights are paid for. Like I said, we got on the plane after buying the tickets with $1,000. That was it. And we're driving to the airport or getting ready to drive to the airport. And I call up uh, the people we're going to stay with. And they're like, oh, man, listen, we've just had a huge tragedy. Um you know, someone in the family has died and we've got to leave right now and go to Chicago. Um, you know, can you work out somewhere else to stay? Because this is not going to work. You know, we are, we're all going to fly out right now. It's not going to work. Please set something else up. And, you know, this is right at the last moment. You know, we're about to fly. Um, it's a day before. Okay, I'm getting the story right. I haven't told it for a while. So anyway... I'm like, okay, Father, what do I do? Because we've got 26 suitcases. We are about to move. We're about to get on this plane, and we don't even know where we're going to go. So I just asked Aruah HaKodesh, and he gave me a word. He said, do you remember the person who would come up to you at those uh, uh, business meetings that we did when we did mentoring and uh, networking for believers in business to pray for each other, to support each other in the faith and business. This one gentleman who was involved in helping us organize the events in Charlotte, he would come up to me every single time. He'd say, Kenny, if you ever have a need, I'm here for you. I'd be like, you know, thank you. I appreciate it. And, you know, I didn't have any needs. Um, no, I didn't, I didn't have a need. If you ever have a need, then I want you to know you call me. I'm here for you. Whatever need you have, I'm here for you. I'm like, okay, thank you. Praise Jehovah. So I knew this person for probably eight, ten months, maybe more, and uh, actually more, maybe over a year. And um, anyway, I'd never, you know, every time I saw him, he always told me, if you ever have a need. So here I am, we're about to fly to America, and he's the only person that comes to mind. Call this person. So I call him up, and I said, hi, I said, it's, it's Kenny Russell, how are you doing? He's like, oh, so great to hear from you, how are you doing? I said, really good, I said, we're, we're moving to Charlotte, North Carolina, we're just organized to get to the flight, and the place where we're going to stay is just falling through, they've had a sudden death in the family, and they have to fly to Chicago, and they've asked us to sort something else out, they just are, are grieving going through this trauma, and remember you said to me, if you ever have a need, just give you a call, and I said, listen, I have a need, I have no place to stay, I'm, I'm, I'm flying out, I'm going to land in Charlotte, I don't have any place to stay, we were meant to stay with this family, and I didn't know how long we are going to stay, 
but we have need of accommodation. And I don't know how long it's for. I don't know if it's for three days, five days, three weeks, two weeks, or 12 months. I don't know. We just live by faith and walk by the Spirit. And I don't know if you have uh, uh, the ability to put us up at the start of our journey. And I said, another thing, we've got 26 suitcases. We could almost fill up a garage. That's how much uh, baggage we are coming to the U.S. with. And um, he said, listen, he said, I've actually got guests from Africa right now. Um, and I cannot, I, I cannot accommodate you at this time. He said, but I gave you my word. If you ever have a need, let me know. So he said, your problem is now my problem. Your job is to get on the, on the plane and walk in the calling that Yahovah has for you. And my problem is to find a solution on where you're going to stay. So this is my word. I will have it organized. By the time you land, I will have somewhere for you to stay. So I gave him the name of a friend who was coming with a trailer to pick up our, uh, our suitcases to take us to our destination. He said, I will call him while you're flying. I'll have it all organized. The place where you're staying will be organized by the time you get here. I said, thank you so much. I appreciate it. So Haley, Hannah, and I, we get on the flight. We have no idea where we're going. What are we doing? We are walking down a road. We are going in a direction where we have never gone before. We are stepping out by faith into a new nation. Hallelujah. Praise the name of Yeshua just to see how things open up. We land and we nearly never even get through customs. We have all this... uh, 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 blockage because I had to get one of those new digital passports because the passport I had before it was like a homemade passport from the consulate in Jerusalem because my passport credit cards and everything were stolen in Jerusalem uh, a few years earlier so I had this made handmade passport with the picture all squink, uh, squished and everything it didn't even look like a proper passport but anyway I traveled all over the world with that passport and came into America you know, I don't know, maybe something like 50, 60 times on that passport. Uh, anyway, you know, all my pages are chock a block stamps all over it. Well, anyway, I had to get a new passport to come to Israel because if I was going to get a visa, it had to be a fresh passport. It had to be new, had to have clean pages, and it had to have, you know, over five, six years. So I need a 10-year passport. So I had this new passport, and it's when the digital passports came out in 2004. So when we came into Charlotte uh, Douglas Airport, (laughs) they scanned my passport. All of a sudden, the alarms are going off, and everyone's coming from Homeland Security, and they are ushering me, Haley, and Hannah into the naughty room. You know, we're going to have to investigate you. Who are you people? What are you doing here? And... um, all the people who were before us uh, that went into the, uh, the interviews, all of them were sent home. And this guy was coming out and he's full of anger and he wasn't a nice person. And he's like, you know, what's your name and where's your passport? And he was not nice. And people were coming out distraught after being in this meeting with him. The meetings didn't go well. It was really difficult. You know, and I'm thinking, hallelujah, we're sitting there. Are we going to get kicked out of the country? We've just arrived. (laughs) Are we going to get kicked out of the country? What's going to happen here? Anyway, I go to the restroom because we're already in this room a few hours. And when I'm in the restroom, I don't know that our name is called. 
And uh, the guy comes out, this angry guy, like, where's Kenny Russell? And Haley says, well, he's in the restroom right now. And she's like, okay, well, I'm just putting you to the back of the pile. And then he starts talking with other people, and we get pushed to the back. So anyway, the person before us is the last person on the shift of that individual. Then someone new changes out. I go in uh, to this interview, and it is smoother in the delivery and guess what he stamps the passport everything is fine we walk through and then here i've got to collect these 26 suitcases all of our possessions including computers ministry equipment and gear and i'm like where's the porters and uh the, the guy says oh you've got to take your suitcases and you can get a porter through there but you've got to take your suitcases i'm like all these suitcases are my suitcases so we're piling up all the trolleys and going through the line. Anything to declare? Nope, nothing to declare. And the guy's looking at us like, oh, just get out of here. <laughs> so we were like, I don't know, three hours, three and a half hours later. And still my friend is standing at the bottom with an expectation that the Russell family is going to come through <laughs> three, four hours after or four plus hours after we landed. So, man, he's like, okay, come on. We pile all the cases in um, to his trailer, the back of his truck, and he drives us to this property. And this property he takes us to is the second largest home in North Carolina. It's 17,500 square feet uh, on 18 acres of land. Yeah, just beautiful place. Anyway, this person who I phoned, he said, your problem's my problem. He brought us into this beautiful mansion um, estate. And, you know, we were given a whole wing uh, and a whole part of the house that was huge. You know, the bedrooms, the joining bedrooms, the walk-in wardrobes, the bathrooms. you never seen anything like it, man. It was palatial. And uh, the family said, welcome. We arrived on Father's Day. They all took our bags in. And there was no problem about where to put our bags. We had 26 suitcases up there in the, the closet area. There was so much space, it was insane. And uh, the owners of the house said, this is your home. Stay as long as you like. Be blessed. And uh, we're, we're going to be flying off to our island home uh, for a few months. But the fridges are always packed. Help yourself. You never have to buy any food. Just be blessed. We welcome you to the USA. And I looked at Haley and I said, you know, this is what the father said. He said, I'm going to bring you in as ambassadors to this land. I'm going to bring you in with, a, with an ambassador's seal that you will witness the blessings of Yehovah. And that's what happened. We're walking into the new. We're walking in the ways of Yehovah. We are following the word of Yehovah. And we will see signs and wonders and miracles take place as we walk in the ways of Yahovah. Well, let me tell you something. Because of the steps we took and the blessings and the favor that Yahovah had on our lives, you would not believe what some believers started to do against us. You know, they were angry. You know, how come God's blessing them like that? How come they're living in that place and blah, blah, blah? And, you know, you've got all these rumors and stuff going around. You know, this was not our home. We were just guests in the home. Um, but anyway, people were going around talking all sorts of stuff over us because of the blessings 
and the miraculous provision of Yahovah. So, so never be offended at how God blesses you. Never be offended at the mir- miracles that happen within your life. Hallelujah. Stand upon the rock of Yahovah and rejoice in him. And let me tell you something. You would, you can always tell those deceiving lying devils when you have people uh, trying to um, uh, discredit you because of uh, where the Father has placed you. Oh, you know, don't I don't like that person because he's got this big house, he's got this, he's got that. And, you know, look, the Father has always blessed us with large properties. Why? Because we use them as ministry centers. It's not, you know... We could live in an apartment, but praise Yahovah, he gives us the space for the studios. He gives us the space to entertain. He gives us the space to minister and to be effective in ministry. Hallelujah. That's what it's all about. Praise the name of Yeshua. So never apologize at the miracles that the Father gives you. And just remember about the promises of Yahovah. He will never leave you or forsake you. He will bring you through. Hallelujah. So where are we up to in this scripture? Verse 10. This is how you will know that the living Elohim is among you and that he will certainly drive out all of the ites <laughs> from before you. Verse 11. See the ark of the covenant of Yehovah of all the earth will go into the Jordan ahead of you. What I love about this is we are about to see the crossing of a river. We're about to see a miracle of the parting of the Red Sea. So we have another mikvah that is taking place. We have the mikvah as we're coming out of Egypt. Then we need to be mikvahed. What did it say? Cleanse, be cleansed, be prepared for this journey. You know, sanctify ourselves before Yehovah. Why? Because tomorrow we're about to see Yehovah do amazing things. So we do not want to be unclean. We want to be purified before Yehovah. Get ready for the mikvah as we walk into the new, as we come in to that new place. And what does it say in verse 12? Now then, choose 12 men from the tribes of Israel, one from each tribe. And as soon as the priests who carried the ark of Yehovah of all of the earth set foot in the Jordan, its water flowing downstream will be cut off and it will stand up in a heap. Hallelujah. We have got to be obedient to Yehovah. We have got to stand upon the promises of Yehovah. What else are we learning from this portion of Scripture? The importance of staying in His Word, being fixed on the Word of Yehovah. Why? I am on the edge of a mighty miracle of Yehovah. Are you? I believe we're on the edge of the miraculous. We're on the edge of the breakthrough. So I'm going to walk into the new. So you might have been around a generation who never experienced the blessings that you're about to experience because they weren't walking in faith. They weren't set with Yehovah before them. But we are preparing to move in. So we've got 12 men have been chosen to represent all the tribes of Israel. Hallelujah. We've got the priests and the ark going forward. Step into the water. We have got to be focused upon his word, focused upon his instructions. Don't miss out on the steps that the Father is calling you to take. So when you get there, you know, you've got to step in to the water. 
All right, and it's going to heap up. Verse 14. So when the people broke camp to cross the Jordan, the priests carrying the Ark of the Covenant went ahead of them. Now the Jordan is at flood stage. (laughs) All during harvest. Hallelujah. You know, get ready for the miracle. So the obstacle before us is even more dangerous, even more difficult than you can ever imagine. This is not the drying up of a, you know, uh, six inches of water or three foot of water in a river. No, it is in what? It's in flood stage. It is the highest. It's busting its banks. It's fast flowing. It's deep water. Yet as soon as the priests who are carrying the ark reached the Jordan and their feet touched the water's edge... The water from the upstream stopped flowing. And this is what we've got to do. We've got to step out and get your feet in the water. We are carriers of the covenant of Yehovah. We can step out and get our feet in the water. And what's going to happen? We are going to witness the miracle as the Father takes us into the new. So don't you worry about all the noise and all the people who are upset or are challenged with where you are going, with where you are heading. You stand upon the promises of Yehovah. The water from the upstream, verse 16, stopped flowing. It piled up in a heap a great distance away at a town called, now this is interesting, what's the name of the town? Adam, in the vicinity of Zarephan. So, (laughs) I love this. The dam goes all the way back to Adam. You know, the Father is bringing deliverance all the way back from what happened with Adam. Hallelujah. Praise the name of Yeshua. Words are significant within the Scripture. He's going to take the water all the way back. He's going to take it all the way back to the fall in the garden. He's about to cross his children over to take possession of the land. To do what? To bring the kingdom of Yehovah. And what did I say at the beginning? What's important about owning land, even leasing land, renting land? We are saying to Hasatan, you don't have any rulership or authority over this land. Because as long as our feet are standing here, this is holy ground. Hallelujah. So we will not be succumbed to the assignments of the enemy. Praise the name of Yeshua. So the water... (laughs) <laughs> this is a great distance away. This is like 18, 18 miles upstream, 29 kilometers, they say, up to Adam. That's where it was. Well, the water's flowing down to the sea of the uh, salt, the salt sea. It was completely cut off. So the people crossed over opposite Jericho. The priest who carried the Ark of the Covenant of Yehovah stood firm on dry ground in the middle of the Jordan, while all Israel passed by until the whole nation had completed the crossing on dry ground. All Israel crossed over on dry ground. And what are we talking about today? What's important about our message today? We want to be obedient to the word of Yehovah. We have got to stay so focused in his word. And as we receive the instructions of Yehovah, we will know how important it is to be 
bold, to be courageous in Yahovah. We've got to keep our focus on him. Don't be uh, uh, confused with your calling. Don't be confused with the journey. Yes, it's new. Yes, you're moving into a new place. That's okay. But don't allow the enemy to bring fear, discouragement, depression, anxiety. It's got to go in Yeshua's name. Go in Yeshua. Anxiety. Do not be anxious for anything. Okay? So what's causing the anxiety? Okay? It's because our focus and our, we're not fixed on Yahovah. Why? We've put our trust on man. That's the foundation of moving into anxiety. You've taken your trust off of Yahovah, put your trust on man. You might say, well, there's no one causing me to be anxious. I'm just anxious. Well, you put your trust in yourself, your man. Well, you know, I've just got to do it. I've got to work it through. I'm not capable. I can't do this. That's right. You can't do it. Hurry up and agree with yourself and say, but greater is he that's in me than he that's in the world. So we keep focused on Yahovah. And what are we going to do? We are going to step into the flood waters and see the miracles of Yahovah take place before us. So tomorrow... We're going to share on uh, a little bit more on this topic, but that's what I want us to do today. I want us to get to the place where we are walking up to a place where we have never gone before and recognize it's okay to walk into the new. So we need the word to be set within our lives, and that's what we are doing today. We're coming to the place where we're saying, Father, I want the word of Yahovah to be set. Which way... Um, which way are we to go? Do we know the way we are to go? Verse 5. Consecrate yourselves for tomorrow Yahovah will do amazing things among you. Don't be afraid. Don't be afraid. You've never been this way, but we need to know which way to go. And the only way to know is to consecrate ourselves before Yahovah. So are you prepared for a breakthrough? Are you prepared? You know, the last few days I was feeling so weak in my body it was like man i'm thinking if i gotta go get a covid test i've got a screaming headache what is going on my bones are hurting i've got no temperature i'm just like then i just started to say you know what i'm going to stand upon the promises of yahovah i am not going to be sick in yeshua's name i'm going to be strong in yahovah why i'm consecrating myself i'm in the preparation of a mighty miracle i'm expecting a miraculous move of god right now i don't know about you but my expectations way up here i know that he is able and i don't care how foolish it looks to others oh you know you know what you think god's going to bring you through you think god oh you need to help yourself through you know you need to do it your way no god's going to bring you through what's the steps he's called you to take don't be discouraged So what's the answer? What's the solution to what's before you? Well, what's the Holy Spirit saying? Why? Because that which is unseen is about to come into the seen realm. Hallelujah. The miraculous that takes place. You know, what did Yeshua say? I only do what I see the Father do. So he is seeking the Father. He sees what the Father is doing. He just acts it out. So when we receive the word from Yahovah over the steps we are to take and the solution to bring deliverance in our current situations and how we walk into the new, you can be confident that greater is he that's in you than he that's in the world. 
So let's stand upon his promises. Let's consecrate ourselves. For tomorrow, Yahovah is going to do amazing things. So is your feet wet yet? Are you on the edge? Are you ready to see the deliverance? Two million people are going to get to walk on the miracle as the priests and the Ark of the Covenant entered into the water. You have, <laughs> you have the testimony, the tablets of flesh upon your lives. You have the Torah living within you. We are the temple of the Most High God. Hallelujah. Do you know who you are? You are sons and daughters of the Most High God. He's dwelling within you. Are you expecting the miracles, the breakthroughs? Well, let's consecrate ourselves right now. So, Father, we want to take a moment right now and just come before you, Father. Search our hearts. I pray, Father, that we can search our hearts right now. If there's something we need to deal with, just show us what we have to deal with and help us to deal with it tonight, today. Let's not go into tomorrow with it not being dealt with. But because we recognize how important it is to be aligned by the Spirit so we can walk in the promises of Yahovah. So, Father, search our hearts. Help us to purify our hearts as we prepare to walk in the mikvah of the new, as we step out into the new, that you're going to part the waters again for us to come through into the promises that you have for us. Father, thank you for this word. Thank you for this time together. We lift up your name. I don't know how long I've been speaking for. I don't know what time I started, but... uh, uh, Who knows? I don't know what time we started. But anyway, we are where we are. (laughs) Hallelujah. Hope you've been blessed and encouraged with the word today. Be edified and built up in Yeshua. If you've been blessed and encouraged, hit the thumbs up. If you're on uh, YouTube, hit the thumbs up. If you're on Facebook, keep hitting those thumbs up. Uh, I just found out that when you keep hitting the thumbs up, it gives you more prominence so that you... Uh, list in a lot more feeds and more people get to hear the message. So share this message with others. If it's been an encouragement to you, hit the thumbs up and um, you know show your appreciation to Yahovah for his goodness and what he is doing within our lives. And if you have testimonies and you, uh, you want to share a message with us, then uh, I'd just like to ask you to send your prayer request. You can do that on social media. You can also do it by email, kenny at bulldozerfaith.com. And we will pray for you, stand in the gap for you. If you have testimonies, share your testimony. It's good to hear the testimonies of what the Father is doing in your life. If um, if you want to give to the ministry, we are pressing in right now because, right, you know, like what we're talking about, I'm talking about our journey. We are standing before the place of impossibilities. This is serious days that we are in to see supernatural breakthrough over the ministry, over our position here in the land. And we are not going to shrink back. We are going to stand. But we need to see the miracles of Yahovah's provision to take us through. Everything is heaping up. But we know how good God is, and he will press us through. So if you want to give to the ministry, go to buildoserfaith.com forward slash give. Um, and you can give in your currency, wherever you are in the world, giving your own currency. We appreciate you standing with us 
you can also send uh, by check uh, to our mailbox or you can do direct deposit to our bank accounts or ministry accounts. You will see that listed on the page. If something is not listed, you can email me and um, I can tell you the best way to give depending on where you are. We appreciate your support. We appreciate your giving. We appreciate your prayers. And Father, we pray for the peace of Jerusalem. We pray that you will pour out in this land in Yeshua's name, that we will be effective in evangelism in the land to bring transformation for such a time as this. I want to thank you for watching. Until tomorrow, Yehovah bless. Hallelujah.